after the show, it's the after party. We wanna party. The after party podcast with Freddie Mac and Matt. All aboard the cock. <laughs> that is the name of this episode. <laughs> All aboard the cock. Yes. That's crazy. All right, we'll give you context here in a little bit. But uh, welcome to a- episode AF4. Hey, yo. Uh, all that cock on your brain is whoa, got you. Whoa. Welcome to episode 48. It's the After Party Podcast. I'm Freddie Mac. And I am Natalie. <laughs> I'm feeling cocky. <laughs> Speaking of which, so I did finally go on that breakfast date. Finally, gosh, dang, man. The most uh, entertaining, smartest man I've met yet on my dating journey. And you know what's crazy is this is the last one. When I matched with him, we like exchanged phone numbers and then I deleted all of the apps and was like, I'm done doing this. And um, really? Yeah, just for now. You didn't tell me that. I was like, I'm taking a break for sure. But he just happened to be the last person that yeah. got that match. And I went, no. Yeah. And I like went on the date because I was like, well, we already been talking and he's really nice. And like, I've already canceled twice. Like, I. I just, I feel like an asshole and I'm interested enough to go on the date. So I did. And we had an absolute blast this morning. That's so cool. And he even said that he purposefully like isn't going to listen to anything and he doesn't listen to the radio anyway. And he was like, I'm interested. I've listened to you a couple of times. And I was like, yeah, you know, but if it's not like, he was like, would you prefer it if I did it? And I was like, yep, I would. Yeah. Because if you haven't been following along, you know, some episodes, episodes ago, um, Natalie had some issues with guys that she had mm-hmm. dates with, and one guy she talked about on the radio. We called she called him a psychopath. We were yeah. just kind of we were kind of bashing him. I mean, it was a whack date. It was. It was whack. I mean, it was. Just except the fact that you were half of a whack date, right? Yes. As the guy. <laughs> um, so anyway, we talked about him in the air, and he was just like, "Whoa, so I'm a psychopath now." Like texted her this super <laughs> passive aggressive message, and then she had a date scheduled with another guy who heard from a friend that Natalie talks about her dates on the radio. Yeah. And he got all freaked out and canceled the date and didn't want to go on a date. So Just her history stuff. within the last few months of dating and trying to express her thoughts about it or whatever on the radio haven't been so great. No. And so. and I'm happy that this man was really great. And he was like, he asked me first and said, is that OK? I, you know, and I was like, I would rather you not. And he was like, OK. Awesome. You know, I think that it's a level of maturity. Yeah. For okay, sure. so you can't listen to the radio. First of all, the psycho guy, like, did he think there was going to be a second date? Did he, like, miss some – he probably did. He was he all was in his so own drunk, head. He was so drunk, he had no idea. He was an idiot. So, yeah. I don't know. Why do you care anyway? Nobody – we didn't say your name. I know. Anyway, People's it's just, feelings could hurt, even though nobody – you know. It's, yeah, well, I don't know. It's a maturity thing. So if this guy – I like how upfront he sounds yeah. about just like, Dude. okay, if you prefer me not to listen, you know – He's obviously taking that as you're trying to protect me from something that could potentially like cloud my judgment yeah. of me well, or as our date. He, as you said, it was like I would rather get to know you in person than yeah through, through you know the through, radio. through your work. Yeah, I like that too. That's a real sign of maturity too. Yeah, because we talk about a bunch of stuff on the radio. Maybe we have like an ongoing theme of things, or listeners know you as mm-hmm. you know doing these things or whatever. You don't want somebody to get that idea of you and think that's all you are. Exactly. Because you're way more complex. Exactly. So, right? I like so, this guy. He sounds mature. Yeah, he's Even really... though he wore cargo pants. Uh, he did. <laughs> I think he's he still. Did. I'm, I'm going to say that as a joke, but like he did wear cargo <laughs> pants. But 
<laughs> he, I like this guy. He sounds cool to me. He's definitely the best one yet. I'd say that about everyone, but I think that's good if you think each one is better than You're the last. You're elevating from yeah. the last. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I definitely think he's the best one. And the cutest thing about it is so my dad, you know, is in the hospital, and uh, he's doing great, though. My dad is doing wonderful, but he's going to be in the hospital for a couple of days. And... It was so cute. It was my dad. I, t- I called him last night when we got out of here, and I couldn't visit him because visiting hours end at 7 p.m., and oh. he was, like, just asking about the date, and he's like, you have to call me tomorrow as soon as after the date. I want to know what it's like, what, how it was, and he was, wow. he's been so excited about it. So yeah. I called him immediately afterwards, and he was super, super stoked. And I'm sure he's kind of basing some of that off of how you are acting about it, yeah. where you're smiling and blushing and just like, yeah, he's really nice and whatever, whatever. He's just like, okay, this <laughs> sounds like it's it's going somewhere potentially, you know? Yeah, it was great. great. It was uh, yeah, it was, it was really wonderful. So I feel like before, uh, whatever, I don't know, I've been talking about this a lot. And then I stopped wanting to talk about it. And now this guy's super cute. So He's making you want to talk about it. And he's a doctor. He's he making knows, you comfortable to talk about it. He does, yourself. yeah. And what's really cool is he knows about, um, he like works in cancer. He's like a scientist and like works in like, he's a cancer doctor. Yeah. And my dad has cancer. So he was like, you can feel free to ask me any questions ever. It's my job. It's what I do. So that's he so knows. awesome. It is. It was great. I like. All right, Doc. Yes. The doctor. <laughs> what if you gears? What if you found out that he was a sperm donor? Do he, sperm donors mm-hmm. get paid? I believe so. Yeah. I mean, I, I mean, I think you get some money for your sample. Yeah. If I would get thirty-seven dollars per orgasm I had, fuck yes. <laughs> Wait, what? <laughs> I mean, it's like what sperm donors are doing. You know, like paid to. Jack off. Oh, oh, oh. <laughs> okay, I misunderstood. All you know right. what I mean? I was about to say, but that's not going to help anything. Okay, I was lost for I'm a second. Just All right, so, yeah, I mean, did you say $37? Where'd you get that figure from? I have no idea. I just made it up. It seemed appropriate. <laughs> I mean, but it's probably, I'm going to do the math. It may vary by state. I don't know what it is. Uh, but this guy, nicknamed the Sperminator. <laughs> Dude, that is crazy. That is absolute. That's out of control. That's nuts. It really. No pun. Oh, no pun. Ah. You didn't even do it on purpose. No pun that's intended. That's the best. That's crazy. So this guy, aka the Sperminator, aka Ari Nagel, not Nagel, forty-four years old. He's a New York College professor. Yo, now all your students know your name. They know what you do. Mm-hmm. They know how many kids you got. They know all about your right? life now what, that, like, that this story went viral. And but I'm sure they must have known already. And he is a. I mean, he's a role model, and I think that by default, by by being a teacher, you are, like, you kind of, like... Set the example? Yeah, mm-hmm. you know? Because I think he's doing a good thing. Don't get me wrong. Mm-hmm. It's just that everybody knows your business. Yeah. Similar to somewhat, there was a Las Vegas news anchor. She was drinking. Yeah. Was I guess she was driving home from the bar or whatever, but the police found her butt-ass naked in her car parked in a neighborhood somewhere. Who knows why? And now the story goes nationwide news and everybody knows you are the girl mm-hmm. who was naked in her car, passed out drunk or whatever. You know, it's just like now yeah. everybody knows all your business mm. and it's not, I don't know, it's just an interesting story. But this guy, I think he was really trying to help. I mean, according to yeah. him, he has 77 kids. Yo, I did that's like 2800 bucks, $2,900. Per kid? Yeah. No. Yeah. Total, if you got paid $37 a donation. <laughs> oh, that's not bad. It's really not, that's not right. bad. It's like a little little salary, or, you know. It's a nice little, little Friday rate. night drink, you know. Oh, yeah. It's a great night at the bar. Uh, so, yeah, he's famously fathered seven to seven kids. Currently, 13 women are pregnant from his little soldiers. Man. 
And uh, he was on Dr. Oz this week, so that's how this story just went crazy. I wonder if they all look alike. They've got to a little bit. Probably. Got a little bit of his DNA in him. Right. But he says, like, he's also, like, active in their lives. I don't know the ages of the kids. That's but he crazy. said he's like active in their lives. Like he's like, I'm more than just a donor. I'll insert the clip. These uh, children and the families that I help, they don't look at me most of the time as a sperm donor. They look at me as family. Uh, they certainly treat me as family. Uh, we do family vacations together. We're getting together for birthday parties and special occasions. There's a Facebook group of the moms. It's private, but there's over 60 moms in the group out of the 77, and they all keep in touch with each other, and some of them talk to each other every single day. Some of my kids get together every single day. I think it is kind of freaky. I don't think I... Like, okay, at the same regard, in the same breath, I... I mean, it's legal. He's doing everything that he can. But I think it being an active part in it is weird. And I just want to know, why are you doing this? He says he's doing it to help people that can't have kids. But there are, I know. I, yeah, yeah. That's why I think it's like a good thing. And that when it goes back to him being a college professor, he's helping families that are in need or in, in want of a child. And they can't maybe have one on their own or whatever. Like he's just trying to lend a helping hand. But do you think that like or, certain things yeah. like this... What is it? What is it? Manipulating God's will or whatever. Um, there's an actual term for it. If that's not what it is, um, but like can kind of reach a gray area at some points. You know, I can see. I could think that maybe it's like an addiction for him. He can't stop well, going to the like bank. It's kind of excessive. You know. He loves it. You know? He loves knowing. Okay. Well, it's in, all right. In the who same. Who bears his child? Do you you know how you can um, like doctor up? your babies and like you can make sure that they have blonde hair and blue eyes and or uh yeah i've heard things about that you can even sometimes you can really do that i've heard you can decide the gender yeah what you want it to be like if you got a lot a lot of money right it's true so like how i mean i feel like that is like to me that's like kind of too far and i kind of think that this guy was 77 and you're involved in their lives i think that's kind of going too far it's it's a weird thing but what's the difference between Let's shoot him some bail. What's the difference between that and like a foster parent who mm. has a lot of kids coming through there? Some young, some, you know, young kids. Oh, like what's uh, kind of the difference? You're taking care of them. You're active in their lives. You're throwing them birthday parties. All the things this guy says he does. That's a really good point there, Freddie Mac. It just kind of hit me. I don't know. You stunned me to silence. Well, because I think what the, I mean, the kids need love. But those kids are already born. Those kids are already born. That decision has already been made. That foster parent isn't their yeah. DNA. Yeah. So I think it's a little bit different. And the foster care system is a totally different is a totally different thing. This all right, system what if, is, is Is this kind of like, all right, let me show you another scenario. Is this kind of like a person giving up their kid for adoption, but also trying to stay in their life? Ooh, that is a, that is a, so that is a topic I don't feel like I deserve an opinion on because I'm I'm not mm-hmm. anywhere near that. I don't have kids. I'm I don't ha- I'm I don't yeah. know. I don't it just know. makes me think of just about all the different scenarios of how odd or weird might it be, or is it completely normal for all the families or all the kids and stuff? Is it just kind of like, oh yeah, that's my dad? And, mm-hmm. You know, he's not. You know, I don't know. It's just kind of a. It's just it's a weird thing. It's just a. It's a. I, it's just a, whoa, this is a lot. It's I a know. surprising story I came across. And I hate the nickname The Sperminator. Me Come too. on, man. Who gave you that nickname? I mean, I think and, because Or why did you give yourself that nickname? I think because of the nickname and that I was that he was on Dr. Phil, it's been sensationalized. When you look down at the real human aspect of it, like, I don't know. Like, there's a lot, there's a lot going on. There's a lot to unpack there. A lot going on. Yeah.
And when it comes to alternative ways to bear children, I I mean, I've never experienced anything like it. So I don't, I'm like, I, people got to do what they got to do. But I just still want to know why the guy's doing it. That's it. I you guess just I don't want to trust know, him. If he, if, if he stopped calling himself the sperminator, you yes. you might, like, that'd be one step it closer might. to you being all right with it. Maybe. Yes, I think so. <laughs> like, you are ruining this. Oh, man. All right. Um, what else is what else? What else? All right. So the best bird on Instagram. There's an official bird that has been liked the most out of any other bird pictured on Instagram, and it's called the frog mouth. Now, this isn't the bird you killed. The pet uh, bird you had as a kid, and you killed it. (laughs) No, not (laughs) Not at all. When you went away for vacation. When you have the time. (laughs) Yeah, you just had the sheet over the whole cage. (laughs) So honestly, how that happened. All right, we'll be back in a week <laughs> to the no, bird. No, <laughs> All right, so not that bird. All I'm right. pretty sure what happened with that is that um, my mom like kept, like the bird seed, <laughs> the bird would get the bird seed and then open up the seed and get, or the bird shell and open up the shell and get the seed inside. But my mom okay. just thought that the shells were, that the bird wasn't eating its food. I think it was and it starved. We actually don't really know. That's what she says. It was a long time. I was a little kid. I don't know. I know, because I, t- I just found this out. I'm sorry, I, we won't get to this viral bird, but I'm just finding this out today. You had a pet bird, and yes. it died, and y'all don't really know how it died. I had a pet rabbit growing up, and my rabbit died, and we didn't, we weren't really sure, but we were pretty sure, dehydration or something. Because really? we had, like, my great uncle built this outdoor cage and everything, so we had it set up in the backyard and everything. Nice, big enough room to kind of little run around in there maybe a little bit, mm-hmm. and... One day, I was sitting in the family room as the the door and the windows to out back, the backyard. Mm-hmm. And so I could see from the chair, like, the rabbit just wasn't moving. It was just laying there, mm-hmm. like, in the cage. Oh, gosh. It's so sad. And I couldn't really, really see, but it just wasn't it wasn't getting up and moving around or anything, getting water. So I, we went out there, and I was like, oh, no, it's not alive. Like, my dad and I were out there together. We were like, yeah, it's, it's dead. <sighs> and we tapped the water bottle, like... No water in there. What color? And it was summertime. It It was white with, uh, it has like some black spots. Aww. Yeah, and we called it Miss Dolly. Miss Dolly. Even though it was a a male rabbit, we found out (laughs) when it died. That's when we found out. We were burying (laughs) this thing. We're like, oh, yeah, it's a pee pee. There's its cock. All right. (laughs) So, yeah. So that can be a little traumatizing, you know, like just burying or your family pet as a kid. It's just like a weird thing. Anyway, so this bird. Thinking about that dead bird, maybe thinking of the dead rabbit. I can't. I mean, we. Uh, I mean, but dead. Everyone has. Everyone has an animal that they had to lay to rest in their life. I feel like. Well, maybe or at some point, if you haven't yet, you are lucky. But yeah, I feel it's like it's pretty common in your household. We, you know, the only rem- memory I have of the bird is when my mom realized it was dead, and we weren't even sad. We were just like, "What happened? Oh man, it was just shock. I guess I'm still in shock." They weren't like, finally, gosh. No. Yeah, I didn't even have it that long, you said. Maybe a month. No, I think it was a little bit longer than that. But at that point, we had already, like, we already had two dogs. And we had so many animals that filtered through our home. Like, we had five kids and so many different animals along the way. So many different fish have come and gone. You know, a gerbil, two dogs. You kind of get used to pet death. (laughs) Cats, I guess so. (laughs) That sounds so bad, but yeah. I'm just kidding. Um, Yeah, and then, I don't know, it just died. (laughs) <laughs> all right, sorry to bring it back up. It's okay. Bring up the memory of the bird you didn't even really know. Oh my gosh! Um, all right, I so the, this name. viral bird. Oh yeah, 
The frog mouth. I totally frog forgot how mouth. we got on this. Okay. If you can, everyone listening, when you are safe, when you safely can look at your cell phone, Google frog mouth bird. And let me tell you, it is these birds have garnered the most likes of any other bird on the internet. And I'm telling you why I think they have is because they have human emotion in their face. Birds typically don't have very much emotion in their face. Frog what? Frog mouth. F-R-O-G-M-O-U-T-H. I feel like birds. This is going to look weird. No, you just, if, I think it's oh, better if it's you Google. Oh, it's got a Google, big mouth. If Ew. you Google it, Google frog mouth, and then especially look at a frog mouth baby. A frog mouth baby oh, yeah, chick. That looks, that looks scary. But if you look at all the frog mouths, they have actual emotions on their face. Like birds typically yeah. don't. That one These, looks like kind of like an owl. I know, but, but look, it looks it looks it like looks, it's in shock. It does. Like, <gasps> it does. Gasp. And I feel like birds are like, and look at this one. Birds are like fish. They all just like, they all look the same. Not the frog mouth. Okay. So how'd you come across this? What made you? I read it and then I Googled it and then me and a friend earlier today, actually this is what happened. Earlier today, a friend sent me um, a message. They were looking at some bird on um, a river and they were like, oh, these birds are my favorite, blah, blah, blah. And I was like, yo, have you heard of the frog mouth? And then we went back and forth of of whose bird was better. Mine won. (laughs) Frog mouth. Yes. And you know what got it? You know what got him to be to concede and realize that I was the winner? Was when I sent him a picture of a baby frog mouth chick. A little itty bitty frog mouth. And he was like, okay, yeah, you win. Because it's super cute. It's the cutest thing in the world. All right. So Google frog mouth and see if you think it's cute. I think it looks like a, uh, it reminds me a lot of. It's got a frog mouth. Its mouth looks like a frog. Okay. So you remember the movie A Bug's Life? (gasps) So remember the, the grasshoppers? Yeah. Right, so the main grasshopper that was in charge. They all had oh. like dry looking skin. They looked like military. They looked like uh, the desert or kind pi- of milita- the pyramids yeah. came alive. A lot of the pictures I just saw of that frogmouth bird, they all look dry like they need water. Even Definitely. though it's fur yeah. and it's not scales or whatever the hell grasshoppers have. It's just like that dry gray earth tone color. <laughs> Dude. <laughs> but that's, totally. I don't know why I think of that. I think it's just dry skin. Moisturized frog bird, frogmouth bird. Yeah, just it's kind of scaly. It looks dry. Of, no, look at these frog mouths, yo. These are amazing. Why are you so into frog mouth birds, yo? I just got into it. Look at this one. They have so many different facial expressions. So it's that's a wild why. bird. It's not a pet bird. It's a wild bird, yes. Oh God, that's why. Anyway. I can see you trying to catch one and like keep it as a pet. Yo, I would love. You've been in my house. Oh, look at this one. Okay, wouldn't a bird do great in my house? I even have a tree it can live in. Oh my God. I even have a tree it could live in. <laughs> You're not going to want that bird just dropping shit all over no, the place. No, I know. Definitely you forget not. about that, right? Yes, I do. We all forget about birds got to poop, too, so they got to get know. it out. Um, and you don't want that in your house. No, definitely we, not. And we don't even want it on our windshield. Mm-mm. No, for sure. That's disease in it. But Hey, when I'm on a road trip and, like, a bird, like, poop, but I'm so concentrated, and it's on my windshield, but I'm so concentrated on the road or daydreaming that I don't really see it. Yeah. And then when I try to and I notice it and I try to get it off, it's dry. <laughs> <laughs> or it, it, it smears. <laughs> Or it like goes against the windshield, like the windshield wipers, like. Stop <laughs> it! You just did right, that. I'm sorry. You're the worst. I'm sorry. All right, <laughs> that's it. Frog mouth bird, gross. All right, so why were we talking about uh, Cox at the very beginning of the show? Okay, so there is a restaurant called Ron's Roost in Cincinnati, Ohio, and its mascot is a huge rooster, better yet known as a cock. 
And their theme spirit machine is an El Camino that has been tailor fitted and the cock is in the trunk of it. The bed. The bed of the truck. Or is and it just in it. the back seat? It's just in oh it's Jeez. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, same difference, I guess. And we really want to ride in it. I really want to ride in it. I really want Freddie Mac to Just ride in it also. So we're, picks, we're putting, grand. yes, we're pi- we're putting out um, those vibes. Yeah, cock, we need cock that vibes. Friday photo shoot. Oh, we need done to that be. A while. We need to ride the cock. Yes. Ride around in the cock. <laughs> I'm gonna stop right, right I'm there. I'm an amateur kid, man. <laughs> Me too. I'm All gonna right. take my balls and go home. <laughs> Exercise balls. It's another God. Jeez. See. Immature. Both mm-hmm. of us. All right, peace and love. Whatever you do today, make yourself proud.